The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. It's time to look at the sports with uh, Shane Hannan, co-presenter of OTBAM. Uh, that's the sports breakfast show from Off the Ball. Uh, Shane, good morning. Morning, Pat. Now, we're not looking at the weekend sport. We're looking at Monday morning sports because we're looking at Rory McIlroy at the moment on our screens. Oh, I'm very nervous. He's just got a power putt here, Pat, and he's just missed it. That's Rory on the 15th hole of the Dubai Hero Classic. That is a drop shot. So now Patrick Reed leads by one. Reed is through 15 holes. He's, he's on the 16th. But that is a big Big bogey for Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I mean, he came in, what was he, three shots uh, ahead and now um, Patrick Reid getting under his skin, perhaps. Just a little bit. And like the weather leads to this strange Monday morning finish. I was kind of watching the golf yesterday, the third round, and part of me was thinking, oh, this is the final round. But no, got distracted. Uh, there, of course, was some bad weather in Dubai, which led to this. Uh, Patrick Reid was in the a bit of controversy yesterday, Pat. The, uh, Controversy follows Patrick Reid around. Yeah. Um, he had he threw a tee at Rory McIlroy at the start of the uh, the tournament, as people will have seen. Subpoenaed Rory McIlroy on Christmas Eve. Uh, had someone call to his house, and then yesterday, ball lands in the tree. Patrick Reid. He goes to the tree with binoculars, appears to recognise his ball, and they drop the they they appear to drop the ball not at the tree in which his ball was said to have landed in. Okay. So it saved him going back to the tee. Uh, tree gate as opposed to tee gate this time uh, for Patrick Reid. But uh, yeah. And did th- anyone shake the tree and check it was his ball? Well, apparently there were umpteen balls in the tree which which would uh, <laughs> lead you to believe that uh, maybe it's not always professional golfers going around that, uh, that course in Dubai. But uh, one of those little moments but uh, Reid dropped a shot bogeyed the hole which wasn't a bad result in the end. But yeah a three shot lead for Rory heading into the final round. But that's okay. been, that's been uh, ruled out essentially now. Okay, well, we'll watch that space as uh, we reach the concluding stages. Now, the FA Cup uh, and a shock for Liverpool. A big shock for Liverpool. But you know what, actually, Pat? I'll take that back because it's not really a shock. The way Liverpool are playing at the moment, and I was thinking about it before the game yesterday, Brighton in sixth in the Premier League, Liverpool in ninth. And yet the result yesterday wasn't really a surprise. Well, I suppose if you take it on form, if Brighton are sixth and Liverpool are ninth, you'd say the bookies would give it to Brighton. Exactly. But it was, you know, one all. Uh, I stopped uh, caring at that point. It says it's a replay coming. Yeah. And then when I tuned in again, 92 minutes. <laughs> oh, and a brilliant finish from Matoma for Brighton to win it later on. But Evan Ferguson, I suppose, was the talking point out of the game. Yeah. Now, that tackle by <laughs> Fabinho. It was horrific. It was, a, it, was a, it was an ankle breaker. And like... So at the, on, on the field of play, Fabinho was given a yellow card. His facial expression, you can tell, he was upset himself. He was like, OK, I, I know I've made a bad tackle there. Goes to VAR in Stockley Park and they don't recommend a red card. Now, that is farcical. Mm-hmm. If there was ever a foul that needed to be upgraded to a red card, it was that one from Fabinho. Uh, Klopp's comments afterwards were, were bizarre, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, he's got this element of siege mentality. Um, he, was saying, he, was, he was initially saying he didn't see the tackle from Fabinho, but then he said... There was no dynamic in it. I just saw it once, not a second time. Um, and he sort of gave out and says, when we get bad fouls given against us, you never ask the opposition manager. So he's got this little thing in his head, but it was a horrific tackle. I'm more surprised at the Brighton boss and his comments. Uh, I think Fabinho is a quality player. It can happen on the pitch, these accidents. But, I mean, fair play to him. And that he probably said that because of Fabinho's reaction. It was a very hold the hands mm. up, mea culpa almost reaction from Fabinho. Uh, but to see Evan Ferguson leave the stadium in crutches, the France game for Ireland is eight weeks away. Now, we'll hopefully get a scan result today from Evan Ferguson. We'll see the extent of the injury. Mm. Do you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's not a cruciate injury because it appeared to be the knee as opposed to the back of the leg, which, which appeared to be the hit. Um, so, I mean, from Evan Ferguson's perspective, playing yeah. so well, 
So for him to be injured would be just a cruel blow for him at the moment. Now we have the finals in the Australian Open and a very emotional speech from Djokovic uh, after his victory. Yeah, and Djokovic was kind of saying that after the after the match, this was my mo- this was my toughest victory, my most yeah. emotional because there was injury problems for him at the start of the tournament. Then his dad, and his dad, of course, getting involved in the pro pro Putin Russian demonstrations, which is a distraction that, that Novak Djokovic doesn't need. But he's a man used to distractions. I mean, he of course mm. wasn't in this tournament for for infamous reasons last year at the Australian Open. Um, his views on the vaccine are well known by a lot of people uh, but his performance against Tsitsipas in the final over the weekend was extraordinary yeah. he only dropped one, one uh, set I think across the entire tournament levels Nadal now for the all-time greatest so who is the greatest tennis player of all time Djokovic, Nadal and Federer the argument goes on yeah and it doesn't sit well with us that Djokovic uh, should be he's the bad even, guy yeah even though he is a s- superb tennis player of obviously uh, okay uh, the Allianz uh, Football League back and some interesting results Interesting results, to say the least, Pat. I suppose the, the Donegal-Kerry result was one that really stands out. A lot of Donegal yeah. listeners to the show this morning will be will be quite happy, a bit of bounce in their step. I saw some Kerry fans on Twitter yesterday saying they drove up to Valley Buffet the five and a half hours yesterday and then back after the match. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's it's a long drive back after a result like that. A bit of controversy. There was a Donegal point in the first half that, that went over but might have gone wide. The umpires potentially got it wrong and Jack O'Connor, the Kerry boss, was very upset afterwards. A big win for Roscommon against Tyrone. Uh, they have a new manager in Davy Burke. Armagh beating Monaghan as well up in Castlevania that's a game I was at a two point win for them a brilliant result in an Ulster derby um, just cracking results all round uh, Division 2 is where the, the snake pit is really Pat I mean you've got Derry you've got Cork you've got Meath Dublin and Kildare of course as well yeah. uh, Division 2 is not D- a division you want to be in Yeah, it's it's interesting We, you know, if you're looking for straws in the wind and you're looking at Kerry Mayo and you think well nothing between them there a point for Dublin I think over Kildare so mm. it's all nip and tuck and it's too early that's the thing really to draw any conclusions yeah but the league I suppose now takes on a, a special meaning because the champion I guess your league position dictates the championship structures later on in the year as well uh, teams of course in Division 2 will want to stay there because if they get relegated from Division 2 they'll play the Talton Cup uh, this this uh, summer so it, it, look it is the first game but in, in terms of avoiding relegation picking up a win mm. or a point and Mayo and Galway as you say in Castlebar cracking game of football James Carr for Mayo he only scores worldies he scored an unbelievable goal for Mayo in that game and Ryan O'Donoghue with a, with a point to equalise it for, at, the, at the death for Kevin McStay's team so some cracking games I'm just delighted the league is back so at least it's it's got us away from Glenn Kilmacud croaks the whole saga Pat for, for a few days at least Yeah, and of course uh, the Premier League taking the week for the FA Cup but uh, I'm gratified by Manchester United's uh, splendid display 100% and some Samba superstars for United in that uh, 3-0 win over Reading good to see Paul Lentz as well a familiar face to United yeah. fans on the sideline for, for Reading and there's a lot of stuff as to how he parted company with United oh. uh, uh, there was a story uh, that he revealed that he was told he was going uh, in the car park of a golf club and, and going to Liverpool as well I mean I mean, it's, it's, it's not a club you want to go to when you're a Manchester United player I know Alex Ferguson still holds a grudge over that apparently uh, so leaving in dodgy circumstances his son Tom Ince was actually playing for Reading in that game at the weekend but Casemiro I mean for any Manchester United fan uh, I don't have any children Pat but if I, if I had I'd probably name him Casemiro at this stage as a United fan <laughs> he's just unbelievable two brilliant goals runs the show Fred with a lovely goal as well and Anthony of all players with the man of the match performance for United so uh, a, a smiling happy Eric Ten Hag on the sidelines at Old Trafford at the weekend yeah and he doesn't smile that often no he doesn't he's, he's very tight it. he is yeah he's got that Dutch Dutch uh, air of yeah, air about isn't it. it extraordinary the way the uh, the fortunes of managers ebb and flow oh, so sure, there's even talk in the papers of oh will Jurgen Klopp be sacked and you're reading yeah. this going jeez not, not a hope you know he, he's done too much he's got too much money in the bank or credit in the bank I think Jurgen Klopp so uh, regardless of the current form he's the man I think to stay in charge at Liverpool Shane Hannan co-presenter of OTB AM thank you very much for joining us 
The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.